Okay, folks, we're going to have ourselves a, a special edition of Downsizing today. Because let me tell you, <laughs> this, is, this is not the first time that I've recorded this. This is not the first time that I've recorded this episode. Okay? This is uh, the third time. Why? Why would you need to record this three times? Well, I would need to record this three times because... Turns out, I uh, I was fiddling around with my audio settings, and uh, to make try and make the music at the end not quite as loud. And uh, the thing that happens when you don't know what the fuck you're doing, and you're just clicking on stuff, is that sometimes the settings get saved, and you forget you did that. Now, in my second recording of this, I cursed God, I, I cursed the Lord, and. Uh, well, that <laughs> seemed to have worked out pretty good. Now, I'd love to 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 uh, present that audio to you as uh, some kind of, I don't know, bonus feature, or perhaps uh, a special edition, you know, something for you to enjoy. But, uh, you know, as I said, you can't fucking hear me. So, I've already gotten most of my rage out. I feel like I'm in a good place. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a second and then I'm going to re-record this. We're going to try this again. Now keep in mind, I've already said this. <laughs> okay? I've already said this. So there's a real possibility that I'm going to say all this and I'm going to record part one again. And then I'm going to listen back to it. And I'll have been fucked again. But we're just going to have to see, aren't we? If you're hearing this, congratulations. I succeeded. So here we go. Okay, okay, okay. Hello and welcome once again to Downsizing. I'm your host, the Big Bone Malone, Tim Down. So I started working out this week. A friend of mine suggested we do uh, workouts based on how well we do in Call of Duty Warzone, you know, like uh, X amount of kills, uh, X amount of push-ups per kill, rather, uh, X amount of jump squats each time you die, and so on. Um, you might be wondering how good I am at Warzone, or video games in general. Maybe I'm trying to parlay this podcast into a, a career as a professional gamer, right? Uh, well, let me answer you the question you you didn't ask with a, with an annoying answer. How about that? Um, you know that theory that if you get a room full of monkeys all hitting random keys on a on a typewriter, eventually, given enough time, they'll produce the complete works of William Shakespeare? Um, well, my play style is kind of like that. Uh, every once in a while, I happen to get a kill or do something kind of good. Uh, but most of the time, I'm not even looking at where I'm going. I'm getting turned around in buildings, throwing grenades uh, by accident, you know? Uh, so I'm not good, I guess I could have just said. So we only did the, the skill-based one you know, in the first round. Um, and after that, we just did like a, a set number of, of each workout each round. Um, now, uh, because this friend is a, is a psycho, right? He decided we should do five push-ups per kill, 10 jump squats per death. And if we placed uh, top 15, we do 15 burpees. Anything lower than that is 30 burpees. Uh, now, 
in the past year, maybe more, if I'm being honest. Uh, I don't know that I've really bent my knees all that much, aside from sitting down and standing up. Uh, never mind uh, taking my whole body weight and throwing it into the air repeatedly. Uh, so in total, I only did maybe, I don't know, 15 burpees, maybe 40-some jump squats, some push-ups. Nothing major, you know? Nothing too exciting. But when I tell you that I was sore the next day, I mean I felt like I participated in a strongman contest the day before. I felt like I used a massive adrenaline dump to lift a car off of my son. Now, I don't have a son. My hypothetical son. Who got a car on him? I was really sore. This is a level of sore that I've felt many times before. A <laughs> little bit of whimsy for you. And uh, likely, many of you have felt this as well. It's the soreness that comes from having worked out for the first time in a long, long time. This stage sucks. Deeply. And I don't like it. Did I push through it and keep working out in spite of this hurdle? Uh, no. I did not. When I say I started working out this week, I mean I worked out a time. Uh, but I'm going to have to keep keep it up, you know? Because, uh, guys, well, I've, uh, I've hit my first plateau. Uh, last week, I weighed 293 pounds. And this week, I weigh 294. So, uh, fuck it. You know, actually, I give up. Podcast's over. Uh, we had some fun. We had some laughs. <laughs> oh, wasn't it fun? Oh, what song is it going to be this week? Oh, what topic is it going to be? Oh, 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 is he going to pick a fun picture for Instagram? Let's find out. Done. Fuck it. It's over. All right. Well, that was a little dramatic, right? You know, it's halfway to ordering uh, two large pizzas and flipping one on top of the other and making a big old pizza sandwich. We're not going to do that. We're going to soldier on. Uh, I didn't actually break any rules this week, uh, but I did kind of sort of dance between the lines, so to speak. Uh, I made a, a homemade pizza for dinner, and I did kind of sort of eat it all in one sitting. Uh, it was before 8 o'clock, so I'm good as far as the rules go. But still, I think I can tighten things up a little. Uh, on the bright side, I'm still eating mostly vegetables. I'm eating three meals a day, not snacking. And I'm drinking a lot of water. So things are still on track. Um, I was just really hoping to coast more on just not eating like shit. But such is life. You know, I was going to have to actually do something sooner or later. Um, I guess it turns out to be sooner. Um, uh, for lunch, I made uh, jerk chicken. Uh I mean, I don't know what it is, but I'm really horrible at cooking chicken. Like, it always takes me way longer than the recipe says it's going to. And, I, I mean, chicken is, like, the main meat. that You really have to make sure you've cooked all the way. So, I mean, it's not ideal. Uh, I also used habaneros instead of scotch bonnets in the marinade, partially because I couldn't find them at the store and also because the recipe said I could use either one. Um, I didn't realize that scotch bonnets are actually, like, twice as hot as habaneros. So... It was a little underwhelming as far as heat goes. But I didn't get myself food poisoning. So it's a net win, as far as I'm concerned. It's my birthday this week. And like I said in the last episode, I'm going to cook a meal for my whole family. And one of the dishes I'm going to make is beer can chicken. So maybe I'll give them food poisoning instead. 
it's always better to give than receive after all. Um, that'll be it for the first half. Uh, come join me in the second half. But first, a word from our sponsors. Well, I'm Crazy Dave from Crazy Dave's Roadside Dentistry. You've got tooth issues, I've got tools and a van. You're stuck in your house due to the fucking COVID, eh? So I'll come to you. You've got cavities, you've got toothaches, a touch of the old gingivitis perhaps? Well, look no further, mate. I'll settle all of your dental woes. Brushing, flossing, bit of fluoride, I've got it all handled. You just leave it to your pal Crazy Dave. Why do they call me Crazy Dave? <laughs> I even do root canals. I'm a real artist with the Dremel. What are my credentials? Well, you don't need a degree to be a fucking dentist. I'm not a bloody doctor. But I'm no bogan. I know my stuff. I've had teeth my whole life. That's expertise enough. You could call some wank in a lab coat he bought on eBay. Sure, you could do. Just have the cheeky bugger say, Sorry, mate, I'm flat out. It's going to be six months before I can see you. Six months, you dick. Forget that. Call you about Crazy Dave. I'm up at all hours because dentistry never takes a day off. I'm even on Uber. Got a bit of sensitivity, but you're late for a meeting? No worries, mate. I can drive with my knees. And as a bonus, if you heard about me from this show, I'll pull one of your teeth out free of charge. It doesn't even need to be an iffy one. I'll do it for a laugh. I'm Crazy Dave from Crazy Dave's Roadside Dentistry. But if you don't take care of your mouth, you're the crazy one, you bloody hoon. And we're back. So, uh, you may have noticed there, um, in the first half, there was a little bit of a little bit of ambience, a little bit of a little bit of a music bed there. And you might be wondering, what <laughs> what was that? Well, that's what happens when you're on the uh, PlayStation 4 main menu, and uh, you forget to mute the TV. Uh, so, I don't have the moral fortitude to record that fucking intro again. I'm gonna be honest, I'm sick of hearing myself talk about Call of Duty, I'm sick of hearing myself talk about goddamn peppers, and I'm sick of hearing myself talk about food poisoning. I've said that part probably four times now. So, we're going to move on. First half, also brought to you by Sony PlayStation. Congratulations to me, first real sponsor. So we're going to soldier on, okay? I also fucked up the second part, so this is the third time I'm saying this part too. So, guys, third time's the charm. Let's let's get into it, right? Oh, this is the rage episode, guys. This is going to go down. This is the fucking... This is the I'm too fucking stupid to be running a one-man operation and yet here i am folks uh so in light of me working out this week i thought i'd talk about gyms g-y-m gyms not j-i-m gyms sorry jim uh the first time i went to a gym was only a couple of years ago actually um i think i probably went on the elliptical and did some free weights you know nothing nothing crazy um in order to get to the elliptical, you have to walk by the area. It's kind of the open area where you can stretch and do yoga or just, you know, lie down on your phone on a yoga mat. And there was a dude there who caught my eye. Not because he was, you know, especially uh, handsome or anything like that. Uh, he very well could have been, but I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell <laughs> because this young man was wearing a blindfold and doing Tai Chi. 
Uh, now, full disclosure, uh, I don't know much about Tai Chi. Maybe it's actually a big thing to, you know, blind your, blindfold yourself. I doubt it, right? Uh, what I think is more likely than that uh, is that this young man watches anime. Why? Because I watch anime. And that is exactly the kind of thing it makes you want to do. Do you, do you think I've never, unironically, Naruto ran just to see if it was actually faster than running regularly? Or, uh, you know, made up hand signs for my very own jutsu? Or seriously considered putting on heavy weights on my legs wherever I go so that I have the, the opportunity to take them off and suddenly move like 10 times faster? Oh, oh, I'm in deep. Uh, so whether this young man was a, a Tai Chi world champion or just an enthusiast, I can tell you for sure that he was a weeb. I mean, like the last time that I started working out was because I was watching Grappler Backy and I was like, damn, these dudes are cut. And then I started doing the One Punch Man workout. So this is who you're dealing with. A uh, technologically illiterate weeb. Welcome to the fucking jungle, folks. So... On the polar end of the spectrum, uh, later on, I saw at the gym the world's most fit person. Yeah, um, this guy was doing one-legged squats on a wobble board while using battle ropes. You know, like, like at that point, you're done. You know, I think if you're combining, you know, 17 different workouts, I think you've hit the max level of fitness a long time ago. You know, it's like, it's like that thing where they say like a, a speck of dust is like the midpoint in terms of scale between a, an atom and planet earth, you know, and in that comparison, I'm the, uh, atom and he's planet earth. And then like the midpoint between us is like, I don't know, uh, a, a normal teenager or something. I don't know. This guy wasn't even sweating as he's doing this, by the way. And, and my heart rate spiked when I got out of my car to walk into the gym. And this guy's like a, you know, a one-man band of workouts. So, given my uh, lack of expertise and experience with gyms, I wanted to look a bit more into the history of them. And uh, I came across something that I already knew and something that I did not know. The thing that I knew was the gym was short for gymnasium, um, which is a Greek word pretty easy to figure that one out. Um, what I didn't know is what exactly, you know, that meant, right? Because you see, uh, it comes from the ancient Greek word gymnos. Any, any guesses as to what that means? I'll wait. I'll wait. It means naked. Yeah. Everybody was naked. Oh, and women weren't allowed which is maybe a rule that the women made, not the men. You know, a bunch of chunky dudes oil wrestling does not typically, you know, attract women. Unless it does. And I've missed a very lucrative business opportunity. Hmm. Anyway, uh, in ancient Greece, these gyms, gymnasiums, were kind of open areas. They're outdoors. They're meant for training uh, for specific, you know, events and sports and for exercise. Later on, they became an important place for socializing, kind of like now when people go to the gym to sit on a machine and scroll through Instagram. Um, oh, I just remembered something that happened to me when I was at the gym 
with the psycho burpee friend of mine. Um, so this guy comes up to us and he, he looks at me and he says, Hey man, it's really great that you're putting in the work here, man. Uh, you know, I used to be, and then he paused and then he looked me up and down and he said, not quite as big as you and coming here really helped me shed a lot of weight and get in shape. You know, like he's like, I want to be encouraging and I want to let this guy know, I know what he's going through, but I don't want to make him feel that good. I really want to do the bare minimum here. I really want to try and even this out as much as I can, you know, like, and of course I I don't want this guy to think I was a huge fat ass like him. Like, good Lord, let's have some decorum here. Good God. Some people are not good at compliments. I'm not good at uh, recording audio for for a podcast. Moving on. So these ancient gyms weren't quite the same as as what we think of as gyms today. Um, It got closer to that more with uh, gymnasts in the 19th century. Um, In 1811, a guy named Friedrich Ludwig Jan, or Jan, not a big German guy, couldn't tell you for sure. But this guy started the gymnastics movement in Germany. These guys were known, his movement was known as the Turnverein. Um, uh, a lot of practitioners became known as Turners. Um, and this movement eventually led to the invention of a lot of gymnastics equipment, like the pommel horse, the parallel bars, uh, the, the suspended rings, and some others. But the thing that I find very funny about these guys is that one of their intentions was to prepare the German youth for the Napoleonic Wars, you know, which is great. I mean, think about it, right? You're French, you're hanging out with Napoleon, you're going to invade Germany, then probably Russia next, which is uh, is going to be super sick, most likely. And, uh, and as you're making your way through the German countryside, you hear a rumble in the distance. You stop and you listen more intently and and you recognize the unmistakable sound of of hundreds of horses galloping. And then over the hill comes a legion of German youths kicking their legs in a circle over and over again on the backs of horses. And from in between these horses come even more youths dressed in leotards, twirling a ribbon behind them. And they don't have a weapon. And it doesn't feel as though they didn't bring a weapon because, because it was an omission because they didn't have access to them. It feels deliberate, like it would have just gotten in the way. And they leap and they bound and twirl in a perfect symbiosis of grace and violence. And despite your training, you feel panic fill your guts, and you turn to run. You try to retreat into a nearby forest, hoping and praying that these limber youths couldn't possibly twirl with any real ease in the dense woods. What you fail to realize is this is what they wanted. This was over before you heard their galbus meet the earth. Waiting for you in the treetops are even more nimble young turners, held up by a series of rings suspended over the tree branches, held parallel to the ground entirely, entirely by their own core strength, waiting patiently for their prey to enter their web. By the time it even occurs to you to look up, they've already executed a perfect dismount. If a French battalion is slaughtered in the woods, and only German children are around to hear it, do they still make a sound? What? What was I talking about? 
Oh, yeah. And Turners. So, the Turners were actually relatively big in the United States, too, um, and had a lot of influence in fitness culture, at least up until the early 20th century. Then people seemed to be kind of less welcoming to the German people as a whole, although I couldn't really, couldn't really figure out why. If there's some historical reason or something. Uh, anyway. Speaking of the why, you like that transition? God, I'm such a good fucking broadcaster. Yes! Uh, the YMCA was formed in 1844 in London. It was founded by a guy named Sir George Williams, and it was a way of you know, providing youths of, uh, of London with access to healthy activities. Um, now, according to Wikipedia, I always cite my sources here, uh, only the most reliable, um, the only places where you could find healthy activities or they were provided um, were in taverns and brothels, whatever that means. I don't know if they're being a little uh, facetious as far as healthy activities goes, quote unquote. Um, but George Williams, fun fact, is the great-great-grandfather of Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who personally I see as more of a, a tavern and brothel guy than a YMCA guy. Uh, but back in old Georgie's time, there seems to be there was you know more of a connection between fitness and spirituality or morality, um, you know, being physically fit was seen as being important, very important to building a moral character, which you know maybe explains a lot about Boris Johnson. But we don't get political here. I don't even you know, guys got a good hairdo. You have to admit that at least. But this trend of being physically fit as a means of you know building morality or Specifically, this time, you know, as a, as a way of being more uh, maybe pious or just religious, it was known as muscular Christianity, um, and it wasn't really as much of an organized movement as much as it was sort of a, a cultural trend. And if I'm really being honest, the main reason that I'm bringing it up is because of a paragraph I came across when I was reading about it. Now I'll read the whole thing, but it's the last sentence that uh, you know really really tickles me. It says, despite having gained some support, the concept was still controversial. For one example, a reviewer mentioned the ridicule, which the earnest and the muscular men are doing their best to bring on all that is manly, though he still preferred earnestness and muscular Christianity to 18th century propriety. For another, a clergyman at Cambridge University horsewhipped another clergyman after hearing that he had said grace without mentioning Jesus because a Jew was present. A commentator said, all this comes, we fear, of muscular Christianity. Yeah, some roided up, yoked priest horsewhipped another priest for not for not mentioning Jesus. Didn't, didn't slap him. Didn't even chide him or scold him. He full-on whipped him. Just because he didn't mention Jesus, you know, like I can't help but picture like the guy that got whipped running away screaming like I was just trying to be respectful. I was just trying to be respectful. And the one chasing him is just shirtless, you know, but still has that white collar around his neck and he's just frothing at the mouth that this heathen kept the Lord's name out of his mouth as he's just whipping him in the back repeatedly. Oh, you know. The past was better, for sure. The past was 100% better, because I'm sure at the time, you know, people would be like, why is that, why is that priest sure this whipping another priest? They go, oh, he didn't mention Jesus because he's trying to be nice to a Jewish person. And they're like, yeah, it makes sense. That completely and totally checks out. You know, of course, 
being fucking sarcastic. Uh, you know, just in case. Just, 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 just in case. So, moving on. <laughs> Plowing ahead here. So, uh, the YMCA actually has very Christian roots itself. It actually stands for the Young Men's Christian Association, uh, in case you didn't know that. Um, but by the 20th century, it became more focused on promoting um, like a more general concept of morality and good citizenship, not really specifically based on Christianity. Uh, the head of the YMCA was subsequently horsewhipped. <laughs> um, as far as actual workouts and like activities go, uh, at the time, it was mostly uh, team sports and swimming, you know, like basketball and volleyball and, uh, well, swimming, as I said. Um, it wouldn't be closer until the mid-20th century that fitness equipment as we know it today uh, became more mainstream. Um, in 1939, Jack LaLanne opened one of the first health clubs in the U.S., and he helped design a lot of the machines that are still used today. Um, like leg extension machines, pulley cable-based strength equipment, and so on. Uh, if you don't know who Jack LaLanne was, he was basically the Harry Houdini of fitness. You know, he would do stuff like, you know, pulling a giant boat, like, in the water um, while handcuffed, you know, or do, like, a thousand push-ups in a row. I think it took him, like, 23 minutes to do a thousand push-ups or something like that. I don't know. The dude's a, a lunatic. Um he didn't die from a punch to the gut like Houdini, but he died from respiratory failure due to pneumonia uh, after he refused to go see a doctor for a week. Um, and according to his family, he did his daily workout up until the day before he died, which means that I'm literally less motivated to work out than a dying 96-year-old man. And by the way, right, when we say his daily workout, we're not talking this guy, you know, going for a little walk. And then maybe doing some water aerobics or, you know, doing those like, you know, two pound weights, you know, the pink ones that no one actually uses. This guy would would work out to failure, which means he would do bicep curls until he physically could not do bicep curls anymore. And then he would do shoulder presses until he physically could not do shoulder presses anymore. And then he would, you know, do leg presses and so on and so on. So this guy was fucking nuts i will never ever in my life be as in shape as jack lalane at 96 years old and that's just a fact um which is you know it is what it is i guess so anyway the later half of the 20th century uh, showed the start you know of gyms as we know them pretty much uh, for example, Gold's Gym first opened in 1965. Uh, at the time, though, it was mainly, you know, for bodybuilders. Um, but then in the 80s, you saw a rise of a variety of different fitness chains like 24-Hour Fitness and LA Fitness. Um, the 80s also saw more women going to gyms, thanks in large part to the success of uh, Jane Fonda's home workout videos. If you don't know what those are, it's kind of like, um, you know, if you ever see a music video or a show like sort of making a joke out of like women in leotards with like sweatbands on and huge leg warmers doing like i don't know like step ups and, and like high kicks or something like that's that's kind of what that is um but obviously you know like just about everything else uh gyms were kind of like a boys club um for most of history as we talked about with the you know those those naked sweaty you know 
Olympic athlete Greeks back in the day. Um, but this, you know, these tapes, you know, at least in part, encourage women to, you know, take an interest in physical fitness and, and actually go to gyms and try working out. Um, as far as men go, we have, of course, our boy, uh, you know, Arnie Schwartz, doing a lot to popularize bodybuilding as a sport and also just being, you know, just jacked as fuck in general in the 1977 documentary Pumping Iron. Um, and then, of course, you also have, like, all the action movie stars of the 80s, like Rambo and, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme and definitely not Steven Seagal. But, you know, all these guys were, like, super huge. So you see that and you're like, oh, I want to be big like Sylvester Stallone. And you're like, well, but maybe I don't want to talk like him. Um Anyway, I'd love to make a joke about Arnold Schwarzenegger, but honestly, Bill Burr already kind of nailed nailed it. So feel free to pause the episode and, and watch his bit on it. I'll wait. By which I mean, just pause it. I'm going to keep talking. You can pause whenever you want. It's a podcast. You know this. You should know this. Uh, anyway, so nowadays, there's a wide variety of different gyms that offer a ton of different fitness programs, you know, from gyms exclusively for women, like, you know, Curves or CrossFit gyms, booty camps, spin classes, just doing knuckle push-ups in your garage. Um, but I think I'm going to hold off on discussing those gyms, those specific, you know, specialized gyms in detail for a different episode because I do want to talk about them, uh, you know, maybe once gyms actually open up again. Who knows? Maybe by then I'll open up my own gym. I think I'll, I'll bring it back to basics and, you know, take after the ancient Greeks and and bring the old gymnos out of the locker room and make it the main focus. So if you're interested in covering yourself in oil and, and wrestling other men, send me a DM. Uh, I'm sure I'll never forget saying that. Um, that's going to be it for this week, folks. It's been uh, it's been an uphill battle this week. But as always, you can follow me on Instagram at excessively underscore Caucasian. Or you can send me an email at downsizingpod at gmail.com. Tune in next week to see if I found a natural way to end the episode. Bye. Body crazy curvy wavy big titties little weight. Body crazy curvy wavy big titties little weight. Body yaddy Still wanna know we're making it. Saucy like a barbecue, but you won't get your baby back. See me in that dress and he felt like he almost tasted that. Num 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 num, eat it up. Hopefully, okay, three, two, one. You know I'm the hottest. You ain't never gotta heat me up. I'm present when I'm absent. Speaking when I'm not there. Call them bitches scary cats. I call them Carol Bastion.